Greetings, everyone. This is Sanaa Green, and thank you so much for joining me for season two, 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 two of the Center Her Power podcast. It has been my supreme pleasure to be an agent for the reestablishment of the divine feminine. My purpose is to help reestablish the divine feminine, and this podcast is part of fulfilling that purpose. Every episode, my intention is to show you a woman who is expressing the divine feminine. This season, I might actually have some men on the show because the divine feminine is not just for women, it's for men as well. It's a, it's a principle, and I will talk a little bit more about that. Thank you, everyone who listened. I really, 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 really appreciate you. And I think you're really going to enjoy season two. This first show is a solo episode, and I'm happy to come to you to share an experience that I had that just really has changed my whole world. It has rocked my world. Can you hear me? Rocked my world. (laughs) Because I had been so blocked in my root chakra. I didn't really feel like moving. I didn't feel like I didn't have a lot of energy. Um, I didn't really want to connect. I felt disconnected from people. And I knew I needed to do something. I just didn't think talk therapy was the thing to do. So I actually remembered a tantric practice, a tantric practice, remembered, sat on my meditation cushion and the experience came to me. I did have a, um, a really gifted healer who mentioned some things to me about Tantra. And once he mentioned it, then I was able to sit and begin. I was so amazed because this is a practice that connects me to God or my creator, the earth, and it is a method for me to transmute trauma. This is a way to transmute trauma, which is so exciting to me. And I've been telling everybody, <laughs> as I've told my friends, I'm like, um, hmm, what is she talking about? I don't know. Because a lot of times we're just uncomfortable with our own sexuality, and we're thinking that there's such a narrow way to define sexuality. And this is really even, this is not about sex. Let me just say that. This show is not about sex. It is about my tantric experience. And the whole experience has has helped me to bring together the pieces of the training and the intuitive leanings that I've been getting. And I'll share more about that on another episode. But let me just first tell you what I was going through and then kind of give you an understanding of what Tantra is, what Kundalini is, and how these pieces came together to help me to actually transmute trauma. As I mentioned, my root chakra was blocked. I had a few intuitive people tell me that I needed to work on my root chakra, and I was working on it. I was doing a a number of things periodically. I was using 
a tone that's good for the root chakra, which is lum, 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 lum. So I was using the lum chant. I also have a root chakra crystal singing bowl that I use often and was spending more time outside, but I still was feeling kind of lackluster. I didn't have a lot of energy. I didn't even really feel like belly dancing. And I love belly dancing. I love it just for myself. It's just, it makes me feel beautiful just to do it for myself. I didn't feel like belly dancing. I think what happened is I was, I was, I was heartbroken. Heartbroken and disappointed. Heartbroken by things that had happened in relationships, particularly the last relationship that I was in. I was still heartbroken about my first love who passed away and my father who passed away. And I felt like there was no one left to love me because the root chakra also corresponds to our connection to our feeling um, at home in the world and feeling connected to our ancestors. So it has a lot of different functions that, that, that go way beyond what you might think. I mean, sometimes when you see movements that can actually activate the root chakra, there are a lot of movements that West African people did very naturally. And, and, and when European people saw those movements, they, they said, oh my goodness, look at this. This is so sexual. This is so much more sexual than what we're doing. But really those movements are designed to open the chakras, to connect us to the, to the earth and to our roots and to our root chakra. So I wasn't really feeling it because I had, had been disappointed and I was really sad and I, it, it went beyond really being able to articulate the sadness because I was functioning in the world. I was functioning in the world and everything was moving. So I, didn't really notice depression as depression or as not feeling like moving. And actually, things had gotten better. And I was feeling a lot better, but my root chakra still wasn't moving and activating and, and enlivening my entire body like it should. So um, one of the things that I actually was reacquainted with was the kundalini. The kundalini is a feminine principle that is found at the base of the spine and it's it's a part of the root chakra. Kundalini is um, the Shakti energy. In Indian culture, in Tantra, the feminine principle that is restorative and rejuvenative and, and act activates the entire spinal column and all of the chakras in the spinal column is... Um, the kundalini, and it's often depicted as a serpent. So a serpent that is at the base of your spine and has the ability to enliven your entire spine. There's a meditation that, that you can do, and I'm going to be sharing that in a class that's coming up, so stay tuned for that. So, so I actually was reacquainted with the kundalini, and I feel like I have a new lease on life like I feel like I have a new lease on life and that I can feel love and peacefulness and bliss in my body 
one of the tenets of Tibetan um, Tantra is bliss. The belief that we were born in bliss and that our goal is to experience bliss in all areas of our lives and for everything to be interconnected. For all the things in our environment, in the earth, the things that we wear, um, all of our personal experiences are all interconnected and part of one whole. And that's a tantric principle, which I hadn't even recalled until this experience because I studied an aspect of Tantra when I was studying Black Hat sect Tibetan Tantric Buddhism. And oh, Buddha, actually, I was studying feng shui based in Tibetan Buddhism, and I didn't even realize the correlation. And so now I'm like calling myself a tantrika. <laughs> I'm a tantrika. And meaning that, that the whole awareness of the goddess, of the feminine energy being, that, that enlivening principle that runs throughout creation is, is in my life, is a part of my life, is the principle by which I live. And so when Shakti moves up the spinal column and, and connects to the crown chakra, then that's where Shiva, which is the, the divine masculine principle, sits. And so when those two principles come together, it's like intercourse, like the masculine and the feminine, the divine masculine and the divine feminine come together and connect. And it is a sort of intercourse, and that's really... What this whole time of ascension and um, elevation is about, it's about enlivening the divine feminine and the divine masculine and having those two principles work in tandem to be balanced because each of us has masculine energy and feminine energy. Everything in nature has um, its... um, it's a positive, it's a, fo- a positive force and a negative force. Everything is a yin and a yang. It fits together. Everything is designed to have its opposite and designed to move in a different way so that the energy is constantly flowing. And really, that's what this whole practice has been about for me is, is bringing together the awareness of the divine feminine, which I've been um, working with, expressing in my work and in my life. And now the divine feminine is coming together with the divine masculine, which really was always my goal as um, for my life. Really, in my mind, I always knew that I am working to enliven and strengthen the divine feminine so that we can um, elevate both the feminine and the masculine together. And that's what this practice has done for me. And I feel like there's more bliss, more love in my life. I feel like it's like a love, a love note from my creator, a love note from the earth. One of the, one of the um, meditations, I heard the earth say, thank you, daughter, as I was sending loving energy down to the earth during the meditation. This is such an amazing experience, and I'm just so excited. I wanted to tell you about it. I know sometimes it can be a little touchy because we're talking about sensuality, but sensuality is designed to be a part of our spiritual aspect, at least for me it is. I always wanted 
sexuality to have a spiritual principle. I never seem to be able to attract and manifest that in a relationship, though, because I felt so misunderstood sexually because our culture says, you know, you got to be like, yeah, baby, and everything has to be dirty, and you have to do it behind closed doors, and women have to wear high heels and, and scant- be scantily clad in order to be sexy. None of that all felt like it was the right way for me to express my sexuality. So I felt misunderstood, and I guess I never really showed up authentically. So... Now I can show up authentically. This is so wonderful, and I just wanted to share that with you. (laughs) That was a lot of energy there, and I because I'm so excited about it. I'd like to thank you, each and every one of you, for listening to the podcast. I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time. To listen. I hope that you hear something that is helpful to you in some way, that you're inspired, that you feel more connected to the divine feminine, that you feel more connected to yourself. Please let me know what you think and how the show may have impacted you by sending me a message on Instagram at Center Her Power Podcast. Center Her Power Podcast on Instagram. You can also email me. Sana S A N A A Green. I'm sorry, that's Sana at centerherpower.com. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> Sana at centerherpower.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I'd like to hear what you might like to to um to to hear. We're gonna be doing some shows coming up on herbs. Herbs for witchcraft herbs and tarot, and hopefully I can get this show that's herbs and ayahuasca, which is a hallucinogenic. So stay tuned for those shows. I look forward to connecting with you, and I hope until we see each other that you shine. I talked a little bit about, well, quite a bit about my experience with the Tantra practice that I remembered and how glorious the experience is. But I want to give you some specific details about the root chakra so you can check in with yourself and see how your root chakra is flowing. I'm using a book called Anatomy of the Spirit by Caroline Miss, Ph.D., This is one of my go-to books. The information she shares about the emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical connection to the body are wonderful. She has been a medical intuitive, so she really has a unique perspective on the chakras and the mental, physical, and emotional issues that can be connected. Some of the mental, emotional issues she lists related to the first chakra include family, and feeling group safety and security, the ability to provide for life's necessities, the ability to stand up for yourself, feeling at home, the social and familial law and order are all some issues that are related to the root chakra, the first chakra. The first chakra corresponds to particular organs that include physical body support, 
base of the spine, legs, bones, feet, rectum, immune system are all parts of the body that are connected and impacted by how the root chakra is flowing. Some of the physical dysfunctions that could result if the root chakra is not flowing clearly, the chakras don't ever fully close, but the energy may not be flowing completely thoroughly. It may be turning in the wrong direction. So if you have chronic lower back pain, sciatica, varicose veins, rectal tumors, cancer, depression, or immune-related disorders. You could have issues with your first chakra, the root chakra. My issues stemmed or showed themselves in the immune system. I developed allergies after not having had allergies for years. I went through my entire adult life and never had issues with allergies And then, in 2017, allergies developed and they were really serious. So I think now that I'm doing this meditation and exercises to reinvigorate the root chakra that things are different. Actually, I was able to stop taking the allergy medication that I was taking. I was taking these nasal sprays and I was able to stop those in part because... The root chakra is now activated and is regenerating and and I feel connected in a way that I've never felt connected before. So check in with yourself. How is your root chakra flowing? Send me a message and let me know. Thank you so much for joining me for In the Center of Her Power podcast. I sincerely hope that you were fed with divine feminine soul food. Please like or subscribe or share the podcast. And until next time, shine.